Hi, I'm Kelly Noble Mirabella from Stellar Media Marketing and Baby Got Bot, and you are listening to the Social Media Talks podcast with Alan Hennessy from compassmedia.ie. Welcome to Social Media Talks podcasts, brought to you by compassmedia.ie. Hello, and thank you for joining me. This is the Social Media Talks podcast, brought to you by compassmedia.ie. Episode number 58. And the Social Media Talks podcast is sponsored by Content Cal, creating solutions to simplify and speed up how teams can plan, collaborate on, approve, publish, and analyze social media content in a familiar and intuitive calendar interface. In just two years, they have been trusted by over 10,000 businesses and agencies in 110 countries to deliver social media content at scale and have recently won an award for Content Management Tool of the Year. And for more information on ContentCal, visit their website at contentcal.io. And the Social Media Talks podcast is proudly supported by CharityRadio.ie, one of Ireland's leading online radio stations supporting charities across Ireland for free. And for more information on Charity Radio, visit their website at www.charityradio.ie. I'm your host, Alan Hennessy, and this is the podcast to help business owners who want to learn more about social media marketing. And if you'd like to join our Facebook group, you can do so by logging on to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash social media talks and when you join the group you will be found added bonus material from episodes on the podcast and also interaction and community workshops and if you'd like to listen to any of our previous podcasts you can log on to our website at compassmedia.ie forward slash social media talks We're looking forward to today's show. Today I'm going to be joined by Kelly Marbella, a self-described social media geek and marketing consultant with Stellar Media Marketing. With more than 11 years of social media marketing experience, Kelly brings her tricky social media concepts to life through her fun, clear and memorable social media training videos and classes. Kelly recognizes how social media can take brand recognition, customer engagement, and marketing efforts to a radical new level. What's more, Kelly has spent the past two years learning how to build Facebook Messenger bots, aka chatbots, and now teaches others on how to build them with a simple, entertaining, and sometimes 80s themed tutorials. Today, Kelly teaches entrepreneurs, small business owners and working professionals on how to use social media to improve their business and achieve their goals. Kelly is known for her enthusiastic, creative and passion for demystifying social media. So whether you're trying to create a Facebook Live or building your own chatbots, you can count on Kelly to guide you with the skills and flair for total stellar results. And today we'll be talking to Kelly all about chatbots. So without further ado, I think we will transition straight over to the interview with Kelly. 
Hi, Callie. How are you today? Thanks for joining us today on the Social Media Talks podcast. It's a pleasure to have your company and uh, looking forward to our chat. Uh, how are you today? I'm doing so well. And thank you, Alan, so much for having me on your podcast. I am thrilled to come and chat with you a little bit about something I geek out on all the time. I'm just a total geek when it comes to this sort of stuff. Brilliant stuff. And um, I suppose before we get uh, stuck into our chosen subject, which of course is all about chatbots today, and uh, I'm looking forward to finding out loads of information about this yes and uh, we'll be all becoming masters by the end of the podcast uh, but, but I suppose before we start I think uh, maybe you might give us a little bit of a brief background on yourself I've given you a brief introduction in at the start of the show but uh, you might uh, give us a little bit more detail about yourself first Awesome. So I've been in the social media marketing sphere for the last 11 years, and I've owned my business, Stellar Media Marketing, for the past nine years. I help busy professionals utilize and learn how to utilize social media tools. And I'm a big advocate of using all the various tools. And, I, you know, like I look at Facebook as a tool. I look at Twitter as a tool. But I look at all these things on how we can use them cohesively together in a strategy. And one of the things that I'm just mad crazy about right now are chatbots. I've been kind of playing with chatbots, if you will, for the past two years. And in 2018, I really have dove in headfirst right into the mix and really started to totally geek out on chatbots because I've seen that used with other things like webinars and Facebook and Facebook ads and even things like email marketing, chatbots can really help elevate your marketing and make a better conversational piece and bring more value to your audience. I suppose maybe three, four years ago, we really didn't know much about them. But I think, you know, especially in the last year anyway, definitely they have just become really part of uh, your marketing strategy. And especially with regards to social and digital, your digital strategies, they are so important. Oh, yeah. But I think at the start of it all, I think where we probably need to start is, is, to, is to explain exactly what a chatbot is and where I can get one, as, as they say. Sure. You know? Yeah, so it's funny because some people don't realize that they've been using chatbots for a long time. If you're an iPhone user, you have a chatbot in your pocket. Your Siri is a type of chatbot. If you're an Android user, your Google, when you talk to your phone, and I'm not going to say it now because everyone's Android phones will go off, but when you ask Google, hey, <laughs> from your phone and it brings up all that info, that is a chatbot. Alexa is a chatbot. These are all voice-activated chatbots. My specialty is in Messenger, Facebook Messenger chatbot. So it's basically these conversations, kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure book, where you build out these different paths and conversations that people can take based off of buttons and questions and answers. We call them flows. So you think of like a way that you might flow through a conversation. And as a human, I am building out these flows on the back end, and then the user can choose their own adventure, if you will. And it's that like reading one of those books where you're just going to go along that flow into various conversations that I on the back end have built out to lead you to where I want you to go. Mm. It's similar, similar. So it's similar to, a, I suppose, in the sense, it's similar to starting a conversation and then just mm -hmm. finding out exactly what it is that you want to actually talk about and, and what you it want really to know is. about. Yeah, it, it's in the very basics of it. It's a conversation. And if you think about that, that really is helpful when building them out. The only difference is the builder is deciding the construct of the conversation mm. and kind of gently nudging you in certain directions or giving you answers based off of where you, the user, 
go, go with that. Right, right. And of course, then, obviously, there's a lot of, um, I suppose, there's, there's, you have to be thinking about keywords as well and, 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 and content like that, that it's going to be, you know, it's, it's, it's going to work and it's going to say, right, okay, well, this will answer a question. If someone asks this question. Sure. Uh, this, so I'm actually really glad that you brought this up mm. because I think a lot of people initially, when they think about chatbots, when they hear this word chatbot, they immediately think that it's like AI, like artificial intelligence. And mm. the chatbot is going to be very smart and be able to create conversations based off of what the user is doing. And while that is possible, it's also very, very expensive to have a chatbot like that. You literally have to be Google in order mm. to have a chatbot like that. And by the way, they have a chatbot like that, a very <laughs> intelligent, smart. And then you could also be Microsoft with your Watson, IBM, basically chatbot program. So what we're talking about is not artificial intelligence. So your chatbots for the average business they're not going to be that smart. And so when you go into building your chatbot, you really, as the builder, have to think ahead. So if you want to integrate keywords, there's no AI that's going to magically take a keyword and, and direct someone. You have to build that in. So I don't. I use keywords quite a bit in my chatbot building, but I don't always add them right at the beginning. I just kind of pay attention when people start making comments. I'm like, oh gosh, they're not able to get where they need to go. Then I'll go and add that keyword and yeah. it triggers it. So it's totally possible. But I think that there is that misconception when we say something like messenger bots or chatbots that is automatically artificial intelligence. And it's actually really has very little to do with artificial intelligence. That's something that can be brought in, but it's not the typical chatbot. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's the always been the I think that's always been sort of a barrier with people where they would, you know, they sort of say, oh, hold on, they're going to find out all the information about me, and there's, you know, and I think that's that's human nature, I suppose, is they want to try and keep it as private as they can. But I think if you're coming onto, especially something like Facebook Messenger, and you're you, and you're engaging in a conversation with a business or whatever that has a chat, but you know, you're going to have to say, right, okay. What do I want? But I think it's actually very, I think it's actually, a, it's it's really good because it means then that you're actually getting that conversation and you're you're not sort of waiting for someone like if you put in, you know, hello, can you help me? And that you could be waiting two or three days. It's actually going to come back with an answer. And then it's also going yeah. to, it's going to charge up something that, you know, which is great. So it's it has a lot of immediacy, uh, if nothing else, as well. And I don't know if that's an Absolutely. actual word, but I think yeah. but, you know. <laughs> we want results now, right? We mm. want when we want now. <laughs> so a chatbot can certainly help with that kind of impatient user, if you will. Mm. Um, also, somewhere where it can help, that is actually something that came up in a conversation I had last week with someone who was in sales. They told me, well, you cannot replace a salesperson with a chatbot. And I said, that is the wrong idea. Idea. Don't try to replace your sales process with a chatbot, but it is a great way to qualify leads yes, to lead them to totally. the salesperson. And also, sometimes people are just not ready to talk to a salesperson. And so it's an, a way for them. The user is like, I'm okay talking to a, you know, quote unquote robot or a program to get my answers right now because I really don't want, I'm not there yet. But then you kind of use the chatbot to take them from, I'm not there yet to, hey, let's qualify you a little bit. And okay, I think you're ready to talk to Sally, the sales girl, and, and then they're okay with it. So it, it's a 
qualifying tool. It's not a replacement for humans. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's that's very true because if you take that and, you know, if if and you, I mean, the regular listeners to this podcast will always know that I try and equate everything to real life. And if you think about that, if you walk into a shop, you know, you're not going to be automatically met by the sales assistant, but you are going to walk around and you're going to find something that's interesting or that that interests you. And you're going to go and you're going to speak to that sales assistant. So it is a case of qualifying and, and it's that similar situation there. Mm-hmm. And then you have the opposite where if you walk, walk into, say, a hardware store and you know when you're looking for whatever it is, hammer and nails, that you're going to go straight up to the counter and you're going to say, I'm looking for this. And that in itself is the same. It's so, so it's a similar situation. And yeah, and I see I see the point. Of, I, see, I see the whole idea behind that because, you know, and I think that's where people say, oh, well, it'll never take away from sales. But, you know, I think it just enhances it. And it just exactly. makes the conversation so much exactly. easier to understand as well, because both sides know exactly where they're coming from. Yeah, you're creating experiences that as humans, we have in the real world. Mm. You know, like you said, I go to the shop and when I'm ready, I'm going to talk to someone and they're going to ask me qualifying questions and I'm going to answer those questions. Any good salesperson's going to ask a lot of questions. Right? I used to be in sales, so I get it. But online, that is a hard experience to create. And we're able to create that in a chatbot. We're able to create a lot of experiences with chatbots, but that is specific to sales. We're able to create a sales experience like you would have in a shop in a chatbot experience. Mm, Yeah, and that's, yeah, brilliant. Um, So the next question is, how do we set it up? How do we go about doing this? (laughs) Sure, yeah. So I talk to a lot of people. I specialize in helping small businesses, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, multi-level marketers. You know, not not the most giant of companies that have to kind of do it all and they're bootstrapping. And it can be really intimidating because you think of this and you see the tech on the front end, you're like, whoa, I bet this is like custom done and there's coding and let's just be clear I don't code but I can build really cool chatbots mm. and I do that because I use tools like ManyChat. Now ManyChat is my favorite bot building tool, but there are a lot of other tools. You might look at ChatFuel, um, Mobile Monkey I think or Messenger Monkey or something like that is the other one. I'm not as familiar with those. I use ManyChat because I'm a really visual person Mm. and they have this thing called a visual builder, which allows me to see kind of the direction that different conversation sets are going to go. And I can really picture the whole thing because as someone who's building a chatbot, you really have to think ahead and and really develop this conversation. You kind of have to be okay with having conversations with yourself. (laughs) I happen to be slightly crazy like that. I don't think, I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone doesn't have a conversation with themselves. So as long as you're okay with having conversations with yourself, you're going to do great. You're going to build a really wonderful chatbot because you're literally in your own head thinking Mm. if I'm having this, conversation with the end user, then how is this going to go? What experience are they going to have? And so I want to visualize that and then kind of run through it over and over again. So ManyChat really allows me to do that. It's so easy to use. And I don't just say that as a total geek girl. I say that because I have helped people who have no tech experience build a chatbot that are really impressive in less than 30 minutes wow and all you need to do is do the basics so 
You do need Facebook, a business page to do this. They all run through the business page messenger. And so you will need messenger. <laughs> um, but if you have a business page on Facebook, you already have messenger mm. check and check. Right. And then you pick out the tool that works for you. I just happen to like many chat. So if that's the tool you use, if you like chat, you go you. And they're all about the same cost, to be honest. Um, you can get all of them for free to start. ManyChat has a free version. There's some pieces of it that you can't use. I'm a pro user. I think everyone who's going to build a chatbot should be a pro user after their first bot. With your first bot, hey, free is cool, man. You just got to get in there and learn how this thing works, right? You can get it done. But once you start figuring out what's possible and your mind starts kind of blowing up like with ideas, then the pro account is only $10 a month. And I think it's up to 500 subscribers. Which is fantastic when you think about yeah. it. Yeah. And really quick, I think it's important to understand what a subscriber is in a Facebook Messenger. Because as a user, you might be like, oh my gosh, people can just message me. This is so annoying. When in fact, a subscriber, you have to actually message that page. It can't be mm. anyone who likes your page. That's not how it is. Anyone who messages your page and where you're all at over there where you have the gdpr and all that good stuff yeah. right you have to actually opt in you are protected by those same laws with messenger so you have to opt in and i have actually teach all my students whether they're here in the united states or anywhere else you need to build in that opt-in so it's not automatic so people say yes i understand i am receiving messages from this page so you have to opt in. It's not a matter of importing or uploading your information. You actually, the user actually has to message your page first before any message can come to you. So you're kind of safe in that respect. Mm. And at any time you could say unsubscribe and they have to unsubscribe you. In fact, tools like ManyChat have that feature already built in. You cannot turn it off. It says if they type unsubscribe, it takes them out. If I think if they say stop, it does the same thing. Yeah, which is great. And that's exactly what you want. You want to have, you know, you want that, that customer to have that control as well, that they're not going to get keep badgered with, you know, so many. Like I've, I've, I've seen it on a lot of pages where it just keeps coming. And there'll be pages that I would regularly want and it's just bing, message after message. And you just go, oh, it, I don't need this. I really don't need this. And it becomes annoying. And then people just say, yeah. right, I'm going to leave. And they go, well, elsewhere but you know like we had uh, Mikhail on from ManyChat um, a couple of months back and he was talking about this but he was talking about it more so from a developer's end of it and how it actually works so it's great to get from your point of view as a marketer and as a trainer to, to be able to speak about that because I think that's where people as well would like to know as much as they love the development end of it it's the other side of as much as I think is what's right. going to have a large impact on their business if much if, if nothing else and I think really, I mean, it goes back to this idea of annoying people, right? Mm. I don't want to send an annoying chatbot. I don't want to have annoying Facebook pages. I don't want to be annoying on social media in general. And this goes for everything we as businesses and marketers do. We don't want to be annoying. We don't always think about the end user, though. We just want to get our message out, right? We're always thinking in our own heads. And I teach all my students, regardless of it's chatbot classes, Facebook Live. I've taught every social network out there because I've been doing it a while. The most important thing is to respect the end user. Always try to put your, sh your feet in their shoes. You know, it's the golden rule of business, do unto others. Mm. And so I always really wanna look at my chatbots or my marketing campaigns. And I know I, as a business, have something I need to do. I have a goal with this, that's why I do it, right? But 
if I'm disrespecting the end user, it won't work. And ultimately people are going to run away from me and I'd rather attract people. So always think about the golden rule, whether you're building chatbots or anything else you're doing in your marketing and respect the end user. Yeah. And I think that's key because like, it's, it's like a, you know, I've had like, obviously we've done so many of these podcasts and I think the overall writing fact in every one of the podcasts is what we've had is, 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 you know, adding value to your customers and making sure that they are getting what you, they want because that's mm-hmm. the only way you're going to get your business across the line is is by doing that and if you can add value and you can help them you know enrich their lives in every shape and form it's a win-win situation for everybody it absolutely is absolutely i mean your business goals and their needs the users needs they actually do meet often but we have to respect each other to get mm. to that point, right? Yeah. And like that, like I was talking to, uh, we were talking to someone there a couple of weeks back. Um, I, I don't think it was on the podcast, but we were actually talking about, you know, what it is to actually, you know, how should we do that? And I was saying, well, you think about it from your end of the your end of the scale. If you're going, if, some, if a chatbot comes on to you and starts talking to you, what do you want out of it? And they go, exactly. well... And, you know, and this was in, I think this was in an Instagram, uh, you know, conversation that we were talking about. And I was saying to him, like, it's what your customer wants. It's what the outcome is for them. That's Mm -hmm. what's going to sell it to them. And they go, oh, now I get it. And, you know, I think that's similar to what we're talking about here. And that's, you know, and I know some people may say, oh, well, we know that. But there's a lot of people out there that sort of, you you know it, but you actually don't. But you don't practice You don't it. practice it, exactly. exactly. And that's the truth of it, you know what I mean? And I think if we start in, in, in thinking about that way, I think it's going to help a lot more with everyone, mm-hmm. with your marketing as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even, you know, someone who preaches this, I still have to remind myself pretty much every time I set up a campaign for my chatbot is this an enjoyable experience? Is this getting the person mm. what they need without extra fluff or steps or, you know, sometimes I can be very wordy. So I have to build everything, go back and like cut a whole bunch of stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's the key is, is to, is to go, don't be afraid to build it and build it out as much as you can and just, and, and try and think of every eventuality, but then go back and look at it and say, well, really, is that going to work? You know, like yeah, we've, really I, necessary. Yeah, I've often done it like when we'd be we'd be creating a campaign and I'd look at it and I'm saying, Does that say what does that would that entice me? And I go, Hmm, maybe I'll change this, maybe I'll tweak that and I think when you start doing that, you know, and it's a it's a process of elimination as much as anything mm-hmm. else to get it right, you know. But once yeah, I think absolutely. I think once you get it right, it really can be so effective. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure like you could you could give us loads of examples as well as to how this has worked for other how it's worked for businesses or even not even businesses but you know niche markets as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, you mentioned that Bella Vasta was just on your mm. show recently and I helped her and her marketing girl come up with a plan for their chatbot and we did this whole strategy where she went live and the, there was a pre-promotion using a chatbot. So when she actually went live, she already had all these people in her chatbot interested in the live broadcast, sent out a message via chatbot. She had over 50 people live on her show, wow. on her Facebook Live, which is huge for, for anyone, no matter how big you are, mm. to have that many people. And it was all from this little chatbot that she built. And then she did that Facebook Live to get people into her 
uh, webinar and because of another another chatbot tool that we implemented on the Facebook Live, they were able to register for the webinar right there from the Facebook Live seamlessly in Facebook without having to go anywhere else. And she had that day over a hundred people signed up for her webinar. And the only money she spent was 25 bucks. Wow. And that was for a little pre-promotion. So yeah, that's just one example of so many pieces. There's just so many things I can sit here and talk all day long about all the different ways that you could use chatbots, but every business can use a chatbot yeah. in one way or another. And they're just really, really powerful to help connect with people when you have them right there on your Facebook page or in your Facebook Live or what have you. Mm. And I think as well as that, where you're talking with chatbots, this isn't, it's not just about a conversation. You can add, as you said there, you can add in links and stuff like that, mm -hmm. which I think is is huge value because, you know, everyone is using, there's, there's, there's very little people now on, on social media that are using anything, you know, to connect. All right, they're looking at Facebook pages or they're looking at Twitter or they're looking at LinkedIn, but they're using the messenger services in these mm -hmm. uh, in these platforms to really connect with their audience or connect with other people. So it has grown exponentially, you know, so much over the last year. Like I even notice it with us. Like if someone's talking to me, they say, how's the quickest way to get to you? And I always say, well, Facebook Messenger is probably the quickest mm -hmm. way to get to me because I'm out and about. So I'll always have my phone on either way if I can't get to it, you know. So, yeah, I yeah. think it's great that way. Facebook Messenger is between Facebook Messenger and WhatsApp. WhatsApp is also owned by Facebook across the board in the world, except for China, because they have their own stuff. Mm. We have either WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger at the top and they fight for the top here in the United States. Uh, it's Facebook Messenger. I believe in the UK and in most of Europe, it's WhatsApp, but Facebook comes in second. Yeah, two, it is. Over yeah. two billion people, just saying billion is kind of crazy to me. Two billion people are utilizing Facebook Messenger. So you kind of have to start thinking to yourself, like, where's the party at? I got to go there. Yeah. That's where the party's at. And that's it, because, you know, it really is. It's very important because, like, it's probably the easiest way for people to get in contact with, with businesses now in this day and age. Because everyone, ha like, no matter, like, as you say, there's two billion people using Facebook or, as it is, like, you know, so, like, that's crazy figures, like, you, like it's it's not even believable type, when I say believable, like, you couldn't even fathom that type of quantity of people no. using one particular product, like, you think about the potential there is there for an audience, and if you can get them in a click of a, in a click of a, um, of a, yeah. of a, of a message, it makes it so much easier, you know? It is. And it's a great way to deliver things that they might need. I've delivered lead magnets. I've gotten people into my Facebook Lives. I've, uh, you know, promoted upcoming events. There's just so many wonderful things that you can do. And you can really create kind of an active community. I've also used it to grow my Facebook group or get people to mm. engage with content on my Facebook page, which any business owner knows that's really, really hard these days. But I have engagement rates that are fairly high the normal rate across the board is like 1% reach on a right on a Facebook post. Mine is anywhere between 20 
and 50, depending on whether it's my page or one of my clients' page. Mm. I hover around 20% reach in engagement rates. So, you know, and that's because I'm on the back end doing these things, these magical little things with chatbots. So it's really a great tool for connecting with people, for getting people what they need, for building out other platforms, for getting more engagement and building communities. It's really about what's your goal? As a business person, mm. what's your goal? How can you bring value? And then we look at the tools available, chatbots, Facebook, you know, all these other tools, and how can we utilize those tools to meet our end goal and meet have our end user, our potential customer, meet there as well. And chatbots are just kind of a magical way of making that happen. And they're really, really easy, I promise. Yeah, yeah. No, I think, I, I definitely think um, we'll have to, uh, I have to investigate that a lot more because I'm just looking, like, I know I was, um, I was on Facebook last night and I, I'm sorry, the other night and I was sitting there and I was, I was watching a program on the TV and it just message came up from one of my colleagues and he was saying, oh, we're doing a webinar live and it was a masterclass type of thing. And it came up and said, register now and, and. I would not have seen that mm-hmm. webinar, you know, announcement if it hadn't have been for the chatbots. And the particular guy that I was talking, I'm talking about, he uses this constantly, and he's a firm believer, and he's, you know, he's on the cutting edge of technology, and he's he was saying it's it's an it's a no brainer. Everyone should mm-hmm. be using these because Absolutely. they are so so effective. They're very effective, and I guarantee you that if you are on Facebook as a business you can, there is a place for a chatbot for you. Mm. I have worked with a whole bunch of different industries doing a whole bunch of different things. And I've always been able to find at least one use, a really good use for chatbots, if not multiple. So there's definitely a use for them. And that's, I mean, that's one of many. And it's beautiful because it's, frictionless. You know, when we have a sales process or a webinar registration process, every time we take someone from step A over to like step B, maybe step B is on another website or a landing mm. page, that creates friction. And as anyone who's ever been in sales knows, friction is not necessarily good to get people to the end. We want to keep it seamless. We don't want to create any speed bumps to slow them down and think, oh, maybe I don't want to do this or, oh, it's just too complicated. Yeah. So a chatbot can create a really seamless frictionless experience it's just fun for getting people to the end yeah and it is and it's making that it's making it so easy for them to actually just to follow through that sales funnel you know and even if it's not actually a sale if it's just to get certain things i know you know i think we we must be i suppose we have to be honest everything we do is a sales funnel it's it's in some shape or form whether it be monetary or whether it be just that you want more people to like or share stuff or whatever it may be i think it's the same same thing but it's making it easier. It's like when we're talking here, as I was saying to you, you know, will I'll send you on a copy of the podcast and I, because you're giving your time here for, you know, for free and you're coming in and you're, expe- you know, you're, you're giving exactly. your experience or your expertise out. So, you know, to, for me, it has to be, I have to be making it easy for you to come in. So likewise, if you have someone who's, in a chatbot who's going to answer that question or who's going to be able to help you, it's going to make their life easier and it's going to stop them from walking away. You know, it's, exactly. you know, it's the same, it's going back to the it's same. It's simple. Sim- 
it's going back to the same scenario of websites many years ago when they used to take 10 minutes to load and literally people were gone because they it's weren't uh, so it's like yeah. yeah exactly it's friction and it's just uh, I haven't got time for this bang and they're gone to the next one that works so you know keeping them on and making sure that they're okay and making sure that everything is in place with them that's the I think that's the trick is is to figure it out as to how you can help your customers. And I think if you, as you said, if you have their, you know, outcome in mind, that's what's going to, that's what's going to work for you. Exactly. Think about the end user and you'll create less friction. Mm, exactly. Oh, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Um, yeah, I have, uh, as you know, I could sit here and talk about this for days because I, I just, <laughs> it's, it's really is. No, it's very interesting, but it's very interesting in the sense of, you know, we, we're talking about digital, we're talking about social media, we're talking about chatbots, we're talking about, but when you think about it, when we think about the person and you think mm-hmm. about people and you think about their lives and the way we live now, like, you know, maybe 20, 30 years ago, we would be quite slow to do stuff because that's the that was the pace of life. Whereas now everyone wants everything either now or yesterday. They wanted this. Mm-hmm. They wanted it. And it's not it's not it's it's not this, um, you know, oh, I have to do I have to do it's. It's just the way life has moved on. It's the way we've moved mm-hmm. on in, in, in our age as well, as much as anything else. Because they want, people want to be able to just go, right, this is it. It's like a podcast. You know, it's on demand. It's when you want it. It's where you want exactly. it. Exactly. That's why um, Netflix is so so dominant exactly. instead of your yeah. regular television. Yeah. Like I had that conversation with someone the other week. I was saying, when is the last time you actually sat through an ad break on the television? And I, I the same answer came back. I think it was actually with a class I was teaching. And I actually, they kept, every one of them came back and says... I haven't watched an ad in about two years because they yeah. just fast forward and I said, because that's the way life has gone. Now, you know, okay, there is an argument to say maybe that's wrong, but I don't, you know, I think everyone has their time when they will and they won't start to, they'll slow down or whatever. And you have to obviously take that time out for yourself. And I'm not telling anyone that, you know, everyone's speeding around and whatever, but it's still, I think it's the way we are, we are the generation that we're living in and the times that we're living in. And and it's great, you know. It really is. It's it's fantastic mm-hmm. to be able to have on demand when you want it, and with a chatbot ha- in in Facebook Messenger, it's just the next level to what mm-hmm. messengers can m- messenger can do for you. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, I sort of went off in a little rant there. Sorry, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, you know. But it is. Um, I, I, as I said, I could sit here and talk to you all day and all night about this, um, but I am running out of time. And I do want to have, uh, we always ask our guests at the end of the podcast, uh, one simple question. And uh, the basic, the question is, is if you had the chance to invite someone to dinner, who would it be and why? And that can be from the past or the present. Okay, so that's a really easy one for me. Uh, Sir Richard Branson would be my answer. <laughs> I have followed his career. First of all, I'm dyslexic. He's dyslexic. He's an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. So there's some parallels there. I have followed his career as long as I've been an entrepreneur, as long as I can remember. And the funny thing is, is now my husband works for him. Wow. Uh, we actually moved to California so that my husband could work for Virgin Galactic. And I followed him way before my knew who he was. So my husband's actually met him several times. (laughs) And I have had the pleasure of meeting him once. It was the most awkward thing in the world because I was so excited. I basically word vomited all over him. And (laughs) my husband's in my ear like, ask him for a picture because that's really what I wanted. But yes, I would love to not word vomit on him and invite him to dinner and have him just like 
chat with me about the experience of, you know, being an entrepreneur. And he's so open that he's already kind of told that experience, but having more of an on-level conversation. He's a very kind person in real life, by the mm. way. The very short time I've met him, he's uh, very kind and open to talking. And he loved my kids. He would rather talk about my kids than take a picture with me. So um, that's who I would have a meal with. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. And well, you know, he is, uh, that's the first time he's been on this show as, as one of the guests because we've had oh, cool. so many different people on. And I have to admit, it would be one of my favorites. I would have, you know, that's the one. If someone asked me that question, there would be five or six people, but he'd be up there in the top one or two. Anyway, mm -hmm. definitely. He is, he is a phen phenomenal uh, success, uh, you know, and, like I've I've read his book and you know you can you can see like that it's not just it wasn't just plain sailing from day one so you know and look where he is now it, it would be I think it'd be a it'd be a fantastic chat and a fantastic evening if nothing else oh yeah, yeah. I'd pull out all the stops to cook him dinner <laughs> <laughs> there wouldn't be no microwave dinners there in that one <laughs> no 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 <laughs> yes um tell us Kelly how can people get in contact with you if they want to reach out to you. Great. I am everywhere at Stellar247. That's S-T-E-L-L-A-R and the numbers 247. Brilliant stuff. So that's, and that's as simple as that. You know, I love it when a guest comes on and just says, this is where I am. And that's how you'll I'm find me. Everywhere. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Including at dot com. So. <laughs> right. Well, Kelly, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, chatting with you today. And uh, thanks so much for all of the insights into uh, chatbots. And we're definitely going to go out. And I think the call to action has to be to get on and try and build a chatbot. Just a simple yeah. one and work from there. Because that's the way to do yes. it. So that's the yeah, call to action. Absolutely. Definitely. Get out there and, and do a chatbot. If you need help, go to the Stellar 247 YouTube. I've got a whole bunch of tutorials to get you started. Brilliant. Well, that's even better again. So we're, we've no excuses now at all. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, it's been an absolute pleasure. We should talk to you soon. We wish you every continued success in the future. And no doubtly, you will be back on this podcast as well. We'll have to get you on soon again. All Absolutely. Right. Thank you so much for having me, Alan. Great stuff. Thanks and have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. So my thanks to Kelly for uh, coming on the podcast today and sharing with us some fantastic tips and tricks and insights on how to grow your uh, chatbots on Facebook and other digital platforms as well. And for more information about Kelly, you can log on to our website at StellarMediaMarketing.com and you can also find her on all the social networks as well. And uh, search for her under Stellar 247. So once again, my thanks to Kelly for coming on. And don't forget, if you join our Facebook group, which is forward slash groups, forward slash social media talks, you can find some bonus material, a little bonus video of tips and tricks from Kelly from this week's episode. So we would say to you, jump onto uh, the Facebook platform and join our group. Very, very simple. All you have to do is log in and request to join the group. And you'll find all the bonus material in there as well. And if you'd like to listen to any of our previous podcasts, you can log on to our website at compassmedia.ie forward slash podcasts. And all of our podcasts are also available on Mixcloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts as well. 
And we would be delighted if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, as we are always thrilled to receive your feedback on any of the programmes. You can also subscribe there to the Social Media Talks podcast so you never miss an episode as well. And if you'd like the show notes for this episode or for any of the previous episodes, log on to our website at compassmedia.ie forward slash smtalksshownotes. And if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, please do get in contact with us. All you have to do is email us at smtalks at compassmedia.ie. And if you'd like to find out about the services that Compass Media provide, please do log on to the website and you can find everything from social media marketing and management to training. And also in there as well, we have our new section, our podcast production and training section as well. And if you'd like to reach out to me here on social media, you can find uh, me on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram as well. All you have to do is search for Compass Media or for Alan Hennessy. That's about it for today. Until the next time we see you, I am Alan Hennessy from Compass Media for the Social Media Talks podcast. So on the next time, have a great week and we'll talk to you next week. On the next time, as I always say, be social. On the next time, bye-bye. Social Media Talks podcast is a production from compassmedia.ie.